Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. And how you guys doing? Welcome to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. We have a special guest, Danny Delo, going to be coming on. We're gonna—he's going to give some reaction to this statement from the Outsiders Motorcycle Club. As you know, there's been some soap drama, as I call it, man, since we had Twitch on the show. And it didn't really go that good, but I wanted to get to this statement real quick, and then we're going to cover it with Danny. Uh, should be a good one, man. This is directly from the Outsiders Motorcycle Club, so let's get into it right now. Uh, maximize it for you. Uh, this is the official statement on Jeff Twitch Burns. Jeff claims that his former club and the entire club community openly accepted him as a no member of law enforcement. That's an absurd lie. No legitimate club or community would knownly accept anyone with arrest powers. The Outsiders MC does not and has never allowed anyone with arresting powers or prior law enforcement involvement to be a member, prospect, or hangaround. Jeff worked for Washington State Labor and Industries, and then Geico while he was a member of the club. Jeff was a member of the Outsiders MC in Tacoma until early 2017. He was also a participant in the anti-motorcycle profiling movement until then, Jeff never held a leadership position in the club and was never an enforcer. The club doesn't have an enforcer position, never has. Jeff openly discusses his mental instability and mental health issues on social media. He had many concussions throughout his life. Jeff has publicly acknowledged his brain injuries. Jeff's mental health issues while in the club resulted in voluntary commitment for mental health treatment. Jeff's behavior reached the point that he was removed from the club out of sympathy. He was initially out in good standing, but after claiming in writing that he was violating motorcycle club tradition and protocol and also says he was in law enforcement, his status changed how bad standing for more than obvious reasons. Jeff is not respected by any member of the Outsiders Motorcycle Club and has no association with any legitimate part of the Motorcycle Club culture. 
that from the Outsiders Motorcycle Club. And we got Danny Delo coming in. And by the way, this statement, there is a link in the description box where you can go ahead and download that statement for yourself. But it was very important uh, that we get that out to you. And it's very rare that a motorcycle club would put something out like that. And it was awesome that they did to clear up all this nonsense that's going on. Uh, so, Danny, what do you think, man? You've been like smack dabbing this too, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks to, you know, being hooked up with you and stuff. <laughs> um, first of all, I want to say thank you to that motorcycle club because um, that's normally something they would never do. So I just want to personally thank them for reaching out. And, um, you know, just letting us know and making an actual statement, you know, it wasn't necessary, but then again, I guess it kind of was, you know, so, so thank you. And I appreciate you guys much respect and love. Well, it's especially important because the shows that are mostly on these media platforms go worldwide and they spread like wildfire <coughs> stories. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like I said at the ending of that show, by the way, for those that were wondering why I wasn't in that interview until way later, it's because I refused to be on while dude was even on. I, I didn't want nothing to do with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, it needed to happen. Let's just, let's just keep it at that. <laughs> yeah, it did need to happen. You know, one policy that we really started putting in place, you'd uh, see it in the comment section of my, uh, channel on youtube and some other platforms no longer will they'll be tolerated where people are bashing on other biker creators or other content creators and there will not be any content which will be allowed to pass on you know somebody busting on other clubs and stuff enough of the keyboard warrior crap i'm not going to have it on my platform for one amen because this caused a lot of problems. I actually uh, today had to talk to another club about another out bad member that wanted to come on here. And it was like, yeah, no, enough of this shit. I'm blocking you. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to say, you know, I, I find it sickening that these guys get thrown out on bad. And you know what? Whatever the reasons may be. They may be real reasons. They may be not. Whatever. I don't know that stuff and I don't need to know. But I'm tired of these guys personally, just for myself, these guys that get thrown out on bad and now they want to tell about the club and all that. Like, come on, man. If you respected the club while you were in your club, then keep your mouth shut when you get out. You know, like whether it was good, good or bad, man, it is what it is. Yeah, you know, be a man about your stuff, man. Well, since this whole interview took place, we sat back and thought about it. We're not going to have these out-bad uh, out members come on the show anymore. It causes too much drama. So if we get confirmation right. from a club that, hey, this dude's out-bad, don't even contact us, man. Because I like doing Jerry Springer-esque shows, but not when it comes to important <laughs> stuff like this. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, we can't, we can't say that we love this culture and then turn around and slap our culture in the face by by having people on the shows and, and, and talking bad about our culture, you know, about the clubs, you know, it's, I will never expect a guy that's out bad 
to talk good about a club. It's it's never going to happen. You know, these guys are they're, they're bitter, they're mad, and I get it. You know, I feel the frustration sometimes. You know, maybe, you know, we all know that nowadays you can get thrown out on bad for way too many reasons besides the real reasons. You know, so the original it, it is what it is. Yeah, the originals. Yeah, the originals. Yeah, but you know, it's just, it's not a good look, man. You know, when you got guys that that come aboard and, and want to bad mouth their old club you know first of all even if you say even what you say if it's true i automatically as a former club guy and still involved in the club world i automatically just chalk it up to you're just bitter you're salty you're mad and i don't believe anything you got to say anyway so what's the point you know well it's getting to be too much drama especially this last yeah. one yeah. uh you know, I did that a guy, video. That, that guy, like I was trying to say earlier, I'm sorry. Like I was trying to say earlier, like the, the reason why I came on at the end is because I'm like, man, this guy made all of us, you know, whether you're on YouTube, whether you're in the MC world and the biker culture, it doesn't matter. It made everybody look like trash, you know, with the lies, with the BS, with the fake stuff. It made everybody, the whole group it made all of us look like trash. So, so that is truly why I thank his former club for, for giving us that statement that that was right. That was righteous. Right. I wish I kind of had these policies in place beforehand. Uh, <laughs> you know, cause I used to uh, pride myself on having an open platform where right. anybody and everybody could just, if you ride, come on, on, you know, put what you want. You know, people might listen to you. They can do the research on your own. And after this one, it's not even worth having these guys. On <laughs> right. It, ain't. it just gets it gets worth it gets everybody in a, in a bad position, you know. And especially that situation, you know. Like I like I've been very adamant about saying the guy made everybody look like like assholes. So well, that he did. He he made us we don't look need like that. asses and all yeah. that stuff. And it's yep. just not worth the views. It's not worth the drama to bring somebody like that on anymore. And like you no, said, anybody no, who's out bad, you, they're going to have a bone to pick with a club. Yeah, of course. You know, of course, even guys that aren't in the club world no more. You know, right. we've seen guys that are out good. You know, uh, the, the, you know, if you're not in the club no more, they'll, they'll come on on a show or something. And now they want to trade secrets and, and talk trash. Not, come on, man. No. Nah. It's not right. cool. Not cool. Uh, you know, not in my book, anyway. It ain't. You know, the educational value, I guess. And I've been stepping back about this educational value stuff. Uh, me and Black Dragon don't agree on it. But, yeah, it's cool to give an overview of something. But you're never going to learn by not getting away from the computer screen and actually going out and talking to people. I right. know, I know it's the new generation thing, social media. I get it. But still, <laughs> don't take away from the aspect that you got to go and learn for yourself. You know, I, I agree with that. And, and I'm not going to say I disagree with that. I guess it's just... You know, like I've always said, man, I'm old school, but I got that new school flavor too. So I, I understand that we're in a new world now where everything's social media. You know, everything that you're going to learn is going to come from Google, YouTube, and all these different social media platforms. So I'm completely, you know, that's what got me started doing this, you know, to make our culture look good, 
to, to add a, a positive um, outlook on our culture. But you know what? I have no problem with telling people how to get their foot in the door. But that's it, though. You know, you can't go too far into explaining this world because now you're looking like one of those, one of that guy, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I try to keep it respectful within our lines and, and keep the codes that I respect and love dearly, but it's okay to get you in the door. You know, after that, it's all on you, you know, but what would you I consider, understand the new generation. What, what would you consider getting them into the door? Well, you know, I get asked a question all the time. Um, and, and the question I get asked is, how do I go about joining a motorcycle club? What I always tell everybody is, look, man, first of all, what makes you want to join a motorcycle club? Did you see it on TV? Did you read it in a book? Because it is the old school in me is hard to understand how some new school guy just woke up this morning and decided, you know what? I want to be in a motorcycle club. Like what makes you want to do it? That's my number one question to them. But the way I explain it is, hey, man, you know, go to your local watering holes, you know, go to your local bike nights, your local events, try to, you know, try to run into these motorcycle club guys and go introduce yourself, man. Be a man, be yourself, take your glasses off, take your gloves off, keep your hands out of your pocket, step to them, say, hey, man, what's up? I'm Danny Delo. How you doing, man? You know, just saw you guys around, man. You know, I'm from the area. You know, I'm always looking for a party or, you know, a, an event to go hang out, man. Just just wanted to say what's up, you know, introduce yourself and go hang out with them. Go to a couple parties, you know, and then little by little, you might buy a support shirt or a hat. You know, you start going. Now you might get invited to the, to the open house and, you know, and, and so forth and so forth, you know. But the, the, the main thing is, is go introduce yourself. You know, I can tell you how to join a motorcycle club all I want, but at the end of the day, it's up to you, <laughs> you know, you know, I can't, I can't do it all for you. <laughs> what about going, my worry is the ones that do go on the internet looking for advice usually end up at multiple channels, which is cool. Right. But you also have channels. Well, look what we just went through with this guy. Yep. You know, he's out there trying to push the community using false credentials. And yep. you even have one channel that has an actual undercover cop that's trying to give advice to these people. Um, and that's where <laughs> it's like, you know, wait a second here, man. This is going too far. You yeah, know, like, uh, you just, like you just said, yeah, it's great to get them in the door. But what about going deeper than that where it could actually end up you know i've talked to clubs where they laughed about some of this stuff where <laughs> people could have got hurt i bet they did yeah that's 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 a big problem man and and for me what i tell people is you know once you get your foot in the door once you start hanging out with an mc and once you actually join an mc or start prospecting or being a hanger out once you go start going through that process you shouldn't be on social media trying to learn anything because it doesn't really concern you i i can tell you what i think you should do if you were in my former club or if you're in my area but what i tell you may not be the right thing in new york and florida and and cali you know, in Pennsylvania, wherever, you know, like, you know, so to me, once you get your foot in the door and you start hanging out with an MC, 
you get to your hang around process, you get to your prospect part. When you go through all of that part of it, now it's time to, you can watch us for entertainment because you enjoy watching our shows. You enjoy, you know, our, our production, whatever it may be. You like seeing our pretty faces on screen, whatever it is. Okay. That's fine. But don't take no education off of here no more. Because the only education you should be concerned about is the education that your your, your future brothers and your brothers give you about your club, your area, you know, your culture. That's very well said right there. That's the best I've heard it explained right there. And you said the key word, entertainment. Yeah. It's huge, that word. Yeah, at the end of the day, that's what we are. You know, yeah, I'm an influencer. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm I'm here to educate, not not hate. I always say, right? But at the end of the day, we're we're really we're entertainment. <laughs> you know. Well, you know, circling back around, and no, I won't tell you guys who it is, what club they were talking about, but it really did hit me today when this guy contacted me. I and I'm trying to go through uh because I blocked him on Telegram and I'm trying to get all the shit back on it because I was uh redoing some of the stuff I was gonna take it until I said, you know what, screw this. I'm tired of these out bad guys. I'm gonna friggin' get a hold of the club. I'm tired of this. And especially with the drama that has gone between myself and Black Dragon. Yeah, we got I <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh yeah, he can sit <laughs> on his program like he did this morning and tell everybody, oh, me and Hollywood are all good, and, you know, there ain't no beef, bro. The beef started when you started disrespecting publicly your friend who's helped you. So, yeah, I'll speak out on that. I don't give a damn. <laughs> well, that's you, Danny Deedlo. <laughs> it wouldn't <laughs> <expect> nothing else. <laughs> uh, nah, that upsets me, man. It does. But I think but that's, that's all another show. <laughs> That's why, well, you got one coming out and, uh, uh -huh. people go there and watch it. you're really growing within the sphere of influence, which is great. But I, you know, I really like that you did bring it out that it's entertainment. It, the interview right. kind of, you know, I thought was, you know, my style of uh, deal. It made it, it might've turned into Jerry Springer, but a lot of useful stuff came out of that. Yeah. Because you did have a guy here trying to put a black eye on his ex-club. And like Danny just said, it's different here in Chicago than it is in New York, L.A. And it's not even the biker scene. It's the attitudes of, oh, say, uh, New York and Chicago. Chicago don't get along with New York, even on the streets, man. It's like, no. you know, screw you guys. <laughs> no, that, that goes back to the hip-hop days, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. it's 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 been a forever thing like like if you come to chicago with that new york accent and that attitude bro it's not gonna go well for you and the same thing if we go to new york it ain't gonna go well for us either so and that bleeds <laughs> into the uh you know the biker scene that's the way it's always gone yeah. we always yeah. said hey east coast west coast midwest southwest and that's the way we've always thought about it uh -huh. So I think it, I, I think it was beautiful that the outsiders came and said, you know what, here's our yeah. statement on it. And I really wish that more clubs would do that to blunt some of the news that comes out. Right. 
I agree. I agree. Because, like, the one thing that was mentioned in that interview and the one thing that that guy and and somebody else that, that we know um, has mentioned is that, you know, some of these people come on these shows and they use something to their advantage. They use our code of silence. You know, me being a former one percenter, there's many things, many things that I'm not going to mention. I'm not going to talk about, and I'm just not going to give you a clue on what it is. You know, I respect my code and I always will. I respect our code as one percenters. And a lot of these guys use that to their advantage because they know they can talk all this BS and, and put on this great production, this great show. And nobody's really going to speak out on it. So it, it was awesome that, that this club reached out to say, Hey, hold on, wait a second. We got something to say about it too. And set the record right. straight. You know, that, that was awesome. And more why? clubs should do it. I understand why more don't, don't get me wrong. I, I completely get it, but more clubs should, we are in a new age. Unfortunately, I know a lot of us hate it, but yeah. we are in a new age. And I, I, I'm a firm believer that you need, uh, clubs need guys that do internet stuff. Maybe not to this extent, but that go on the internet and watch for this and watch for that and, and, and do research for this and that. Like, I believe all clubs should need that because we are in a new age. Mm. And, you know, to, in order to, um, to, in order to check certain situations you need people that are a little more to the a little more hip to the new school style you know well yeah that's where the i think it would be beautiful because then everybody knows what the hell's going on before it even hits right. but at the same time i have to and then and the, then if we know what's going on beforehand now we have an opportunity of directing it to a certain direction instead of letting it go to the bad way. You know, right. so there, there's a lot of good points to it. Well, I think uh, one of the good things that happened out of it, because there was good things that happened out of this, uh, mm -hmm. one, the statement, so other clubs can see, hey, it's, you know, we'll get your statements out there. But yep. two, a lot of beefs between some creators would, were put aside and said, enough's enough of this shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, pretty much all creators, except one that's still whining. <laughs> I I just can't do the beefs anymore, man. They're like I said it's, in my last It's bad video. for business. And yeah, it is business. You know, if we yep. want Jerry Springer stuff, all we have to do is bash on each other, you know, in a good way, you know, have fun with it. But when you start going personally after people's businesses, there has to be a line that you draw. Yep. We're not all going to agree with each other. Hell no. We're no. from different generations. No. No, but no. at the same time, it's taken away from the message as a whole. It is. It's doing that, and it's taking away from our viewers. You know, I mean, a lot of our viewers bounce back and forth from all our different shows. You know, because we are the guys that talk about this particular subjects and, and this particular platform so i mean it's taking away from everybody you know and, and and i got something to say about that if you have to use another creator in your title if you have to use another creator in your thumbnail if you have to use another creator to create then you're not a good creator your content is whack it's weak 
you know, I mean, you, you can't, you can sit here and whine about this one and that one, you know, taking your, your content, you know, allegedly and, and all this stuff. But at the end of the day, if you can't put out your own content to get views and you can only use a certain name on there to get views, then, then maybe that's people telling you that your content sucks. It's time to Mm -hmm. do something else. Maybe, (laughs) you know, you shouldn't right. have to do that, you know. Right. Switch gears, well, something. You know? There's a lot of uh, niche within the biker creator uh-huh. scene that you can do. You got your moto vloggers, you got yeah. your mechanics, your audios. Yeah. Uh, we, um, I got biker news. Uh, you got you got a mixture of stuff going on now. I really yeah, enjoy I, your uh, detail. Yeah. Man. That awesome. I, I try to I try to do you know. I tr- I try to do something for everybody because, you know, yeah, I, I I'm a former member of a motorcycle club, but I'm also just a biker. I'm first and foremost. I've always said I'm just an old biker, you know. I, I really I call myself an old game banger on a Harley, but you know I'm I'm an old biker, right. you know, and, and and that's what I do, you know. I work on my own bike, I, you know. I, I ride all the time, you know. I ride twenty thirty thousand miles a year, you know. I don't just sit in the garage. And, or, or just ride around the neighborhood, you know, I ride everywhere. So, you know, first and foremost, I'm a biker. So I try to put out content for all of us, for, for independent people, because you know what, at the end of the day, I'm an independent now, you know, yeah, I've got connections. Yeah. I know some people. Yeah. I come from a certain lifestyle, but at the end of the day, I'm now I am an independent. So I try to speak to everybody, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I try. Now, what do you think, <laughs> what do you think about, all these crybabies that are going to come back and say, well, you're censoring us. You're censoring us. You know what? Let's be real here. Okay. And and this is going to hurt a lot of people's feelings. Let's be real here though, man. If you're out bad from your club, your words mean precisely nothing to me, to Hollywood, to anybody that respects the MC culture. See, back in the day, when you were thrown out on bad, you couldn't do what you do now. Now you get thrown out on bad, you walk across the street to another 1% club or another smaller MC, whatever the club is, and boom, you start prospecting or, or maybe just join it, and now you're with them now. That didn't work back in the day, y'all. When you were thrown out on bad, you were thrown out on bad from the whole MC set. You sat in your house, you closed your dr- your. your your curtains and, and nobody saw you anymore. That's it. You go back and go be a boater. Now go be a car club guy or something. Cause the biker world ain't for you no more, you know? Right. And that's the way it needs to come back to it, at least on, on this platform. If you're all bad, I don't give a shit what you got to say. You don't matter anymore. You messed up, whatever that may be. Try to clean your name, clear your name with your brothers, your former brothers, try to clear your name with the club and get your standings changed. Do the right thing. If you can, and then you can speak and talk with people and hang out on a set. Until then, screw you. That's just the way I look at it, man. Yeah, this is no longer the platform for that kind of shit. Just straight up. It's no, no longer it that just platform. causes too much crap, man. And it, it makes everybody look like shit. You know, and, and, then, and then at the end of the day, you got creators like us who... You know, now we got to walk around with our shades drawn. <laughs> <You know>? Right. <laughs> we got to walk around with our heads down because now we're implicated with that guy. It's like, no, 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 man. Not me. Not me. <laughs> right. Right. I think the biggest uh, thing anybody could do, and I try to 
make people understand is when you do screw up, you got to apologize for it. Yes, you know, if I, was, if I was this guy, I'd be putting out a freaking press release since all he wanted to do was sell his damn book anyway now. Yeah. And say, well, you know, yeah. this statement come out for my old club. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I put him in that type of position. I'm sorry to the creator, uh, Sos, that I dragged his name all over the place. You know, yeah. put out a be a man and admit you're wrong. Yep. And, and and that's what guys like me and you are trying to show um, all of our viewers right now, everybody watching, all of you. All right. Um, what time are we putting this out? It'll be out at 8 a.m. Central Standard. 8 a.m. Okay. So later on tonight, you'll be seeing my video. And it's the longest video I've ever done. Um, yeah. Prick. And <laughs> Hollywood's bad because mine's longer than his. <laughs> I tried to tell China Doll, but she didn't believe me. <laughs> but yeah, so there's a lot of stuff I talk about and touch and bases on. And this one you'll be able to see on his channel as soon as I get him to uh, upload it. So go ahead. Yeah, yeah, this this will be up too. Um, and you know, you're gonna see me do something on there that you might not have thought I would have done. You know, I'm not going to give no clues to what I talked about, but I laid it out real and raw. And, um, and, and it's, it's the most realest video I put out so far. And I think you guys are going to love it. I really do. But you're going to see me do something that Hollywood did. And that's something that needed to be done. It's time for men to man up and, and, and be humble, you know, and, and just, Hey man, if we're wrong, we're wrong. Plain and simple. You know, that's life. Well, yeah, damn freaking straight. Yeah, I, it's, there's so many moving parts within the MC community inside the biker community. Yeah, you're going to make mistakes. Hell, I make them all the time because it's hard to confirm this, hard to confirm that. Yep. But you got to come out and say, hey, this was screwed up. You know, the biggest incident with me was that National Geographic BS you know, sure. sold the bill of goods, then introduced them to somebody else. And it turned out to be a freaking screw fest, but oh. you have to come out. You have to do your apologies. You got to say, Hey, I'm wrong, man. Uh, yeah. I might not agree with Sos, but the damn kid, uh, I keep calling him a kid because he's younger than me. <laughs> But he works his ass off, and he you do really, know he's the same age as me, right? <laughs> you guys are all kids in my eyes. You guys barely had pubic hair. Anyway, hey man, you know what? I've finally gotten to that age. You know, before back in the day, if you called me a kid, I got pissed. Now, when you call me a kid, I'm like, thank you. I'm good with it. I'm all good with it. <laughs> but you can see his drive where he wants it to be good. You know, he wants to show that positive light. Which yep. needs to be shown because we're the dark side right here, man. Uh, there's a lot of bad <laughs> stuff that happens over here, man. Freaking Darth Vader's like, you know, my companion <laughs> over here. Uh, but after I seen, you know, we don't agree on a lot of stuff because I'm older. He's younger. So you guys do stuff different. And I right. think that was finally shown to me with all this. I was right. like, man. This is some shit, man. And right. I had to be the one that comes, you know, yeah, we go back and forth. But I'm putting this under the water because the kid was right. 
This guy oh, was a punk. but you come to that realization and then as a creator you got to be responsible enough to say hey uh uh-uh i screwed up not somebody else right and i don't understand why others can't do it you know i don't know if it's a chicago thing or what you know what man i don't yeah i don't know i think i think what the difference is is when you don't have an ego and you're just a humble person, you know, coming from the life that we both came from, um, to say the least, <laughs> it's a very humbling experience to say the oh, least, yeah. right? <laughs> oh yeah. So when you've actually lived this life, when you've actually done what we call dirt and y'all know what I'm talking about. If you don't, oh, well, when you've actually done things in your life that most people see in TV, it's a humbling experience and that's what makes us humble, you know, cause we know what can happen over one word taken the wrong way or said the wrong way. You know, we've seen it. We've, we've been a part of it in one way or another. Right. Oh, so damn right. On that one. <laughs> I know I've been on both parts, man. I've got my <laughs> share. Of ma- I've, I've had my share of makeup sessions. Don't get me wrong, man. Don't, <laughs> don't get the tough guy image fucking twisted. Hell no, I'm man. still a man. People who want to talk tough guy, you know, should go around the guys that me and Danny were with. When this one guy, <laughs> he was my mentor, talked, I sit down like a baby and stuff. <laughs> like I just yeah. got in trouble from daddy, man. I just shut up. <laughs> That down and took it. <laughs> I ain't seen I ain't seen that brother in a while, but I'll tell you what, if he if he looked at me and said had something to say, yep, same thing. I'm sitting down and I'm shutting up. He was <laughs> and, just like and he's old now. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was just like I Michael Corleone. Michael <laughs> looks at you, you you know, you know you're fucked. <laughs> That's the way it was. <laughs> he is kind of like the godfather. Yeah, he really is, man. It's like, oh shit. Hey, dad's mad. Shut up. <laughs> look Shut busy. Up. Look busy. Because <laughs> if he looks at just look at the floor, dude. Look at the floor. He's in a bad mood today. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, man. <laughs> But that so. that's something I think makes you more of a man when you accept, hey, you're not the yeah. baddest guy out there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's that's the biggest thing, man. When 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 you've been involved in some things in your life, it humbles you, man. And and for me personally, and this ain't jabbing at anybody, um, but for me personally, in my opinion, if you can't let some stuff go, that really is kind of petty. If you can't let it go and you can't humble yourself and be a man about it and say, you know what, enough's enough, I'm sorry, that that tells me a lot of the kind of life you've lived. And I'm not saying you're weak. I'm not saying, you know, but you don't come from the streets, which is, is real obvious. And, you know, you, you don't come from a certain lifestyle where any little thing can get you hurt, man. You know, any little thing. You're you know? damn right. It was- Oh my God, are you right? Uh, <laughs> you could look wrong. <laughs> you, you, you could be out with your family and you just got a red shirt on and then you go, oh yeah, I got to stop at the clubhouse real quick and, and drop something off. Hey, what do you got a red shirt on for? I, I'm, 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 I'm,
<laughs> or you're walking down the west side in red, you know, it's like uh you get shot for <laughs> looking stupid, you know. Yeah. Or, that's why we don't uh wave here in Chicago because you'll get shot if you wave. <laughs> hey, you ain't lying, bro. Oh my god. Yeah, hey, uh, so <laughs> One of the last times I went to Chicago, it was, uh, oh, I don't know, a couple months ago or something like that. I go once a month, twice a month at least. And I, it was like a couple months ago. I had a brother of mine in a car with me, and we're driving, and, and he's always talking with his hands, you know, and he's, yeah, man, blah, 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 blah. And finally, I grabbed his hand, and I threw, I, I smacked it, you know, and I'm like, bro, I'm like, keep your hands in your pocket, please. And I'm like, while, we, while you're talking, I'm like, your hands are moving, and you're doing all this shit, and. I'm like, bro, that could get mistaken as a gang sign real quick, man. We're gonna we gonna have to have a shootout right here on Fullerton Avenue, man. I'm like, I'm like, come on, bro. I'm like, we're not in Wisconsin right now, dude. You can't just do whatever you want out here. You gotta be you gotta be a little smarter over here. Hell yeah, man. Anything <laughs> south of the Ike, man, you better be worried. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that shit's too funny I to me, think, man. I do. I think some good things came out of this, and I think there's going to be a lot more greater content from a lot of people coming out after this. For sure, for sure, definitely, definitely. And now you got, now you got all the creators in line except one, and and you know, whatever he can do, whatever he's going to do. But um, yeah, I think you'll see a lot more uh, better content um, now. All of your favorite content creators and influencers out here are are uh, pretty much on the same page and being respectful to each other the way it should have been from the get. And uh, yeah, a lot of great things came out of this, even though it was a real shitty thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, good things but come it, out it of It opened bad. a lot of eyes. Right. Good things come out of bad things. Uh, yeah. Hell, you know, you're going to see creators poke at each other, but that's all in fun. You know, right. meeting yeah. fourth road go back and forth on TikTok now. Uh, <laughs> you know, we got no shame. I call him Little Joker, and then you got Punk Rock. I call him Babyface. I, I, I'm calling no shame, Putty Cat. Did you see the video <laughs> where, where where he's he's petting his kitty? Come on, bro. That ain't that's not gangster, oh. bro. That's not gangster. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, dude, I think it kind of is, man. Haven't you ever seen The Godfather with Mar Marlon Brando, man? He's oh, sitting there petting that kitty while he wants to kill your ass. Oh, jeez. Here we go. <laughs> but the jabs are going to go back and forth. But they're gonna Oh, be, yeah, yeah. You know, it'd be good humor stuff. Not Well, where... he, messed, he messed up where, where he attacked me on TikTok. I laughed over it. But he messed up. He started. He went at me, and I'm like... I know the reasoning why he went after that video because of him and, and Puff the Magic Dragon, he calls him, but which I think is hilarious, by the way. Sorry, bro. That's pretty funny to me. Puff Med oh, okay. I get it. <laughs> <That's BD. laughs> yeah, he calls him Puff the Magic Dragon, and I think that's hilarious. But <laughs> I know that's why he went after that video, but I happen uh, to have been in it, so I got sucked into the drama too. But yeah, it's all in fun, <laughs> and that's the way it should be, you know? Like, you know, if I don't agree with you or whatever, I'll make fun of you, man. I mean, <laughs> it's got to be done in a fun, in a fun entertainment fashion. You know what I mean? Not a disrespectful attacking a business and, you know, and all that crap. Like, no, nah, man, that's going too far. What, what I'm liking now is there's, and I always used to say this, back in the 1990s, it was always, okay, this is what we're going to do.
but we got way easy riders to come out to learn anything or outlaw biker to learn. Now we got it where we got all this information at our fingertips from all these people around the world. It should right. be celebrated if you ask me. It really should. It really should. It's, it's like anything. It's like we've said about like uh, Facebook or Instagram or any social media platform. It's good and, and it's bad. It all depends on how you use it. Right. Well, yeah. you look at some of the stuff that we're doing, moto vloggers are doing, uh, the railroads that are going around. We used to have to pay money, people that aren't, you know, old enough to remember. We used to pay easy riders <laughs> every time they did a rodeo for that VHS tape to see yep. the rally. Now you yep. just go on YouTube and punch it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. And yeah, it's, it's great. I mean, you got your how to videos that are awesome, which I've done a lot of those. Um, you know, you got, you got all kinds of different stuff going on. You know, you got guys like me that I put a little bit of everything out there. Like you had mentioned my detail video. I am going to be doing a lot more, um, Delos tech talk. I'm going to be doing a lot more of those. And, and, and you know what, if you guys really enjoy them and love them and like them, then I'll start uh, a new channel, you know, and have another channel like many creators do, you know, and, and that'd be Delos right. Tech Talk, you know, about doing fixes on your bike and doing certain things to your bike the cheapest way you can, but not, you know, not putting junk on your bike, you know what I mean? Just doing it a cheaper way uh, and doing it yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One of the worst so there's all kinds of stuff out here. One of the worst things that you do find is people are drawn to the drama instead of the important stuff. That's the uh, sad part. Uh, and yeah. a lot of people play off of that. That's the even sadder part. Right. They do. You know? That's why I started in my broadcast at the beginning, the good stuff that's going in the biker community. And then, you know, the not so the dark side stuff on the right. tail. End. But at least at that point, you're able to see it because you you wanted to see this, uh, what was going on here, but you get to see everything else now. And yep. that's how the news programs have to be. I know it's only me and uh, Black Dragon doing the news and stuff like that, but that's how it has to. You got to present some good that's going on, not just the drama. Uh, so, 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 uh, so, so, the ghost. He's been doing a little bit of news too lately. He does more. I think like more of a political way though. Mm -hmm. uh, more so, some of the stuff I've seen anyway. But he does some news stuff too. Right. Oh, come I on, won't. I Sorry, guys. I ain't doing no but. news. <laughs> i ain't doing no news i there's ain't got man drama. dude it's too much drama there's too much stress and i don't have the patience mentally to deal with what hollywood deals with i would i'd be in a man i'd be in prison for the rest of my life real quick if i started doing news <laughs> the first guy that threatens my life yeah okay i'm on my way let's meet <laughs> uh, just, uh, uh, yeah it, it wouldn't be a good look but i kind of like that uh Danny's uh, tech talk, man. I really like that one. Yeah, it's just kind of like an idea I came up with, you know, because I, I did that detailed video. And honestly, I, you know, I, I did that video and I'm like, you know, it's just something different. I wanted to do something different. You know, I, I can't just keep talking about MC life and culture and stuff. Like, I got to mix it up. I, I can't just keep doing the same stagnant stuff. So I did that video. I put it together. And, and I, you know, I watched it and I'm like, you know, that's good enough to throw on my channel and just to like throw my feelers out 
and a lot of people, a lot of you guys responded to it. You really liked it. You enjoyed it. So I'm going to do more stuff like that and, and do more, you know, things where like today I'm, I'm in the process of doing a video of me cleaning my rear rim and showing you some tricks to doing that. I'm showing you a trick on how to check your, your, your brake light, you know, like, you know, we, we've all had brake, uh, you know, rear brake light problems, right? And how many times have we been sitting there in our, in our garage and our shop or whatever, and, you know, we're stretching way out, we're trying to hit the front brake or the rear brake so you can actually see if the light's turning on or not, but you can't. So, you know what, take a little get back whip or, or take a piece of string, tie it on your lever, you know, and now you can go on the back there and you can pull it and see if it works. It just makes things easier. And little stupid stuff like that. People don't know, you know, and why no, not, why not put it out there? Kind of stuff. You know, it's, know, it's just little that. simple stuff like that, you know. Rock on, man. Well, I, it was awesome, man. This uh, show was even more informative. Uh, and I think and we expected it. <laughs> no, it's a lot more informative. And that's the kind of shows that it should be. Again, you guys that are out bad, don't hit me on Telegram. Don't hit me on Signal. It's just not going to go any farther anymore. It really definitely ain't. don't hit me up. <laughs> right. I'm not freaking hungering for content. Uh, News-wise, I got all I need. And, yeah, I love doing interviews and stuff. But just this last one, man, it put a bad taste in my mouth. Like, <laughs> Oh, bad, bad taste, you know, whatever. <laughs> I just don't want to, I just don't want to hear your drama. Right. The only thing I can say to Twitch is, hey, you brought a lot of creators together. That's what I can tell you with yeah. uh, that shenanigans stuff. But other than that, I have no Yeah, some uh, positive stuff came through it. Yeah, I have no will for it. And I do know something's wrong if a member Sorry, comes guys. to me and says, Hey, can I do an interview? Well, you probably don't got the permission from your club to do so. Right. If you claim you do, I'll confirm with the club. But uh, yep. other than that, I know you're out bad, so don't even contact me, man. Yeah, that's that's a person thing I've always done, you know, and I got contacts with just about almost every one percent club out here. And um, you know, I've had a couple of people recently reach out like, Hey man, I'd love to do an interview with you or whatever, and I'm like you know, okay, well, what club are you in? Oh, I was in this club. All right, cool, man. What was your road name? You know, and I'm going to check. I straight let them know. I'm going to check your credentials, check out right. who you are, you know, make sure you out good, make sure your club is okay with it. And you guys have yet to see me do an interview, correct? So we all know how the answers to all those questions. So, all right. Well, well I'm not bad, but it's bullshit. I, I don't care. Not my problem. I was actually <laughs> prepping for this interview. You know, I was going to do my... Right deal where i'll put some stuff on the screen and you know the you know the talk in between us and then i was like you know what i'm just gonna freaking see if i had to call the club up and find out and as soon as i talked to them i this rush of i got pissed is what happened <laughs> right and i said you know what you know besides blocking them and shit like that it was like you know what enough's enough the policy has to change here Right, just uh, do the community a good deal because yeah. clubs don't need people out there talking shit. No, they already no, because it makes it makes the whole MC world and the, and the culture as a whole look bad. You know, with mm -hmm. that drama shit. It's like anything. It's it, <laughs> the only analogy I can come up with is 
you know, let's say you're friends with a couple, right? So let's say Mary and John, whoever they are, right? Mary and John, they're together. They're friends of ours. Well, now Mary and John break up. John's going to have one story. Mary's going to have the other. And neither one of them are going to be good about each other because they're not with each other no more. Right. <laughs> you know? So it's the same scenario. You know, you're not in that club no more. So you're you're not going to have anything good to say. You know, right. I mean, I've been praised by my old guys. Matter of fact, today, uh, shortly after I talked to you, you know, and I was praised because I don't talk bad about my old club because I don't have any animosity towards them. I'm all good. I left on my own, you know, for my own personal reasons. So, right. you know, guys like me, you know, there's many guys like me in my position. You know, mm. they're not talking bad about their club. It's always these guys that get kicked out. And, right. you know, I'd say probably, <clears throat> what, maybe 10, 15% of the time, they're probably right. They got some shady end of the deal or something. But the rest of the time, they got kicked out for being an asshole, for right. doing some dumb shit, <laughs> you know? So it's right. like, hey, that's your fault, man. It ain't mine. It ain't theirs, you know? Exactly. And I think I'm going to take uh, the Madhouse back to the way it was, where in the beginning we really concentrated on pushing NCOM, NCOC, because those are organizations people do need to know about. Yeah. So I think with the interviews that I'm going to be doing is going to be more towards that and independent type of deals than all the craziness. Trust me on that. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're going to be doing Iowa and things are going to be fun man. it's going to get back because this was an experience let me tell you it really was oh, I it, bet. I bet it showed was. me what kind of men are out there and how <clears throat> people can really get and right. to the one uh, subscriber that said hey hollywood this ain't in the 1990s anymore you can't take people for the words like you used to you're fucking right <laughs> Lesson learned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just yeah. can't do it no more. No, you really can't, man, because people's words aren't they're not their words no more. Remember when it used to be about uh you know M uh MLH, you know all that stuff is gone, man. They don't even use that stuff. Yeah. It is. That's that's why in my intro, you know, I got the one percenter diamond, then I got respect, loyalty, honor. Because that's what it used to be about. You know, that's what the whole MC culture used to be about, whether you wore a diamond or not. That's what it used to be about. And, and in most cases, it still is, but it's <laughs> it's definitely getting watered down nowadays. That's for sure. Well, I'm looking at it two different ways now. You got my age range. That's, you know, the dirty, greasy biker wears the same pants for a week type of deal. And then we got you know, guys like you that uh, smell like a freaking whorehouse. <laughs> <laughs> and we get our toesies done and you get <laughs> and oh my god man <laughs> you know my generation walking around with buck knives on the side and uh you guys out there smelling all pretty and stuff like that hey, hey hold up i you know i got my buck knife on me too no, I'm talking Jeez. about the actual old buck knives, you know, the, with the little case. You know, you guys want to carry around machetes and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, my knife is about, <laughs> it's, it's, it's well over 12 inches for sure. <laughs> my knife is, that's what I'm talking shorter, about, is my knife. 
<laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say the knife has to make up for the shorter thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's got to do something, man. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put a lift kit on my bike, too, so I feel like I'm taller. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't put bags on that yet, man. Uh, you, know, you know what? I can't. I can't put bags on it because I run an 18-inch rear rim, and um, it's it's too big to to put the airbags on. I mean, I probably could, but it ain't going right. to lower very much. And then what happens is... Just like when I had my lowrider bike, I would hit the bags, you know, I would hit the switch and lower it while I was going down the right. road. So I look all cool. I couldn't do that on this bike because I'd be rubbing straight fender the whole time because of the rim being that. a little bigger. <clears throat> well, one more question before we go, man. Uh, how in the hell did you get that damn luggage rack or luggage case so freaking shiny? <laughs> Looked like freaking glass, man. Hey, man, I could do that to any paint job, man. I've been doing paint correction for many years. I learned that. Oh, let's see, I'm 42 now. I'd say just uh, just shy of 30 years ago. I was like 15, 16. I started working at a at a body shop. Um, I think it was called Airport Auto. It was off of uh, River Road. And uh, like by Grandin River Road in that area. Grandin River, I know where it is. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was right by the airport over there. And yeah. uh, I started working there, and that's how I learned how to do paint correction, man. You know, wet sanding and and buffing and all that stuff. I used to do prep. I used to do finish, um, and I still do. And that's that's how I learned it. You know, I just started doing paint correction. And there's a huge difference between a paint corrector and a detailer. You know, I mean, you could do both, but um, yeah, there's a big difference. And, and yeah, I just. I've just been doing it for so long, man. Now it's nothing. You know, now I let the product do its work, you know. Well, see, there you go, guys. You're going to be able to learn all this kind of stuff. That's where education comes in right there, man. Yeah. yeah. It is right there. That's You're going to do good, man. I can already tell if you do that. Check. You know, I used to, I used to like, not want to give tricks like that. I'm like, well, I don't want everybody to know how to do that because my profession, being a pain corrector, that, it's always been kind of a... Um, not everybody does it anymore, right. especially anymore now. You know, at a body shop, it's nothing. It's nothing to them. But unless you work in a body shop, you don't really know how to do it for the most part. And um, I used to always be kind of weird, like, you know, I don't want to tell people how to do it because now everybody's going to do it. You know, I want people to come to me and my business and have it done. But then when you get on this platform and you start talking to people that are, um, you know, from all over the world, you know, overseas and you know, in London and in Canada and Australia and I mean, all these wonderful places. And it's like, well, that guy's not going to bring his bike to me to have it detailed. So right. let's give him some tricks and some tips on how to do this. <laughs> you know? Right. Well, I so would now I'm say, not hey, weird about it. Throw no some uh, super chats my way if I'm going to teach you this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's one thing I'll, I'll probably do. You know, I'll, uh, if I start my new channel up, which would be Delos Tech Talk. Um, if I actually do something like that, it would probably be just, uh, members only, you know, uh, you know what, members only. Perfect. Yeah. That's you know, once I, get, once I get a, right yeah, once I get a thousand people and 4,000 hours on it, then I'll just make it a members only where if you want to learn these cool tricks and stuff like that, well, sorry, you, you gotta pay for it, you know? Yeah, you'd be paying thousands of dollars and doing years of apprenticeships to learn it. 
Exactly. You know, and, and just me using my products because I don't, I didn't have to buff my tour pack. I mean, I did because I'm anal. <laughs> I just, I like my bikes to be perfect, but um, I didn't have to do that. So, I mean, there's time and product in that. And you know what? I mean, Hey man, if you want to learn something that not everybody's going to teach you, you should pay a little something for it, in my opinion. You know, well, damn right. Man. I didn't get to learn learn about it for free. <laughs> you know? Right. You know, they're already getting the free content from you right now. You know, on these yeah. channels. But the help, if you're really interested, in what a creator can teach you, you know, an acceptable, you know, type of payment to the creator to teach you stuff that you'd you'd pay thousands for to learn. Yeah. It yeah. ain't. Know, out of range man <laughs> and you know and, and i would you know for the members only thing i would do my videos where they're way more informative than others i'll take you step by step through it i'll talk you through it i'll show you how to apply things how to do things you know it's not just going to be a cool video with a bunch of cool stuff it'll probably kind of boring but it's going to be a class you know? And they have a you know a hotline to talk to you about stuff. Yeah, you exactly. And then we can go live, and I can talk you through it, and then you can show me what I just taught you how to do. And after you get done doing your whatever it is, you could show it to me. That'd be awesome, in my opinion, because I love exactly. I love talking to my fans and, and supporters, and and you know I, I have a lot of them. Like when I asked them before to send me an email, uh, pictures of their bikes. I had a lot of people do that, and I thought that was really awesome. Mm, exactly. Well, cool, man. It, uh, that was Danny Dilo on. Uh, he, you'll be able to see us on Sunday's Neutral Zone at uh, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. We go over there and just fuck around with each other. It's nothing yeah. serious over there. You know, we'll have guests, whatever, but we'll screw around, have fun. Basically, Sunday fun day with the boys. Sunday fun day, man, with cocktails. If you have them, bring it. If you would smoke a yep. joint, bring that, too. Uh, mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, that airs on Danny's channel, Wild on Two's channel, and uh, Insane Throttle's channel. Uh, the replay yep. of this one will be available over on Danny's channel <clears throat> later on. Uh, hopefully, he'll understand how to download the damn thing. But oh, I can't sure. blame him, man. I'm sitting over here saying, can I get messages back from a guy I blocked? So I can't talk, <laughs> I can't talk shit. So I can't talk nope. shit. No, I ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Uh, second half of the show is going to be starting right now with China Dow. And, you know, I do have Danny on once in a while messing with him, but we don't talk about your stuff. We just burn each other. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we'll be right back after this music break.